and welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hey, what up? We back. Back in the We saddle. are back. We are back. Were we were we not here last week? I could have sworn we were. No, we were. We were here. Oh, we were. All right. So we okay. So good. Do yeah, we, we, we were here good? for a little fast X, weren't we? <laughs> oh yeah, fast X was last yes, week. I'm pretty yes. sure. <laughs> Jay, you got me questioning now. <laughs> no, no, like, we were. Maybe we, were, we missed. <laughs> no, no, we were. We were. We were fast X. Fast X. I couldn't oh, miss yeah, this we week because I was like, we had that Scorsese rant. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's oops. right. No more Scorsese <laughs> rant. Hopefully we didn't. Hopefully we didn't. Uh, we didn't trickle away all our listeners with that. Scorsese, Scorsese about rant. to make that Jesus movie now. Okay, <laughs> I see you, Scorsese. But, uh, I had to, of course, we had to do it this week, Memorial Day box office show, just like last year. My mermaid is black, so we got to get into it, Larry. We have, of course, if you want to follow us along, like every week, we are talking about the box office for the weekend of May 26th. And we had the opening release for The Little Mermaid and some other stuff. But let's get into our number one spot. So we're going to do the four-day weekend and the three-day. So we'll have two numbers to talk about with each movie here. So let's go into the number one spot. What do we have? So coming in at number one, to nobody's surprise, we do have The Little Mermaid, which brought in $95.4 million for the pure three-day weekend, and then made $117.5 for the four-day holiday weekend. And much has already been started talking about it. Uh, it made a total of $185.8 million thus far worldwide. Including a very not great opening in China of two point five million. I haven't seen the box office talk today. Has it been like controversy or something? Whatever. Uh, well, it's great. Well, as far as a lot of domestic, yeah, a lot of domestic is great, but it's Mm -hmm. underperforming heavy overseas. Look, we called it last week, y'all. I told you, Mm -hmm. and I've told Mm -hmm. people on Twitter too. I'm sorry, this might sound bad to some people. China has a history of racism, particularly over the last few years, anti-Black and anti-African racism specifically. And uh, I'm not shocked, unfortunately. I'm not shocked that they pulled this, that, you know, that we're here with this horrible Chinese number. Um, But I'm just happy that here, stateside at the least, it's opened big. Man, it also I... had great openings, I want to mention, in mm-hmm. uh, Central and South America. It had like yeah. one of the biggest openings of all time in Argentina. It also opened really well in Mexico. I saw that Mexico is really pushing this film, and it opened really good really? down there. See, that's good to know, because I actually, I, I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really too close on the box office talk for this movie, but I presumed around around in the 100s. I think you and I were over 100 last week yeah, for right. the four days. We right around 100 and 120. Right. So going in, I actually just walked out of the movie. I had just finished it about a couple, like an hour or two ago. Um, and I'm glad I saw it this weekend because, um, oh my God, Larry, I, I thought the cosplays... And stuff like that. We're gonna like you know reach his peak with Mario. Holy shit! The amount of 
aerial dresses today. The amount of sparkling dresses today when I went. This is not opening night. This is, you know, fourth day of its release in domestic. There was a woman who came all decked out in like a full aerial cosplay today. She was getting caught, you know, she was getting comments the entire movie because everyone was just like shocked at how good she looked as far as like her outfit. She was black. It was amazing. But all those kids, what I saw, I was so grateful because, of course, I saw a bunch of black little girls, but I also saw a bunch of white little girls, Hispanic little girls, Asian little girls. I was like floored at, at how much of like support. And I wanted, like, I was more so grateful for the parents because that means these parents are raising these kids right. These these kids are not racist, obviously. You know what I mean? These kids are not like, oh, mommy, why is she not like white, like the damn, you know, cartoon and whatever. But they were loving the movie. Like, you should, you know, how when you're out, when the movie's over and you're all flooding out, everyone's flooding out, to, you know, at, at once, especially in IMAX. That's where I saw yeah. it at. Uh, me and I, me and Dana, we were at, we, we sat in our seat for a little bit just to like let everyone go. And it was just like flooded, just a flood of aerial costumes today. And I was just like, man, this, this has to be a great number because I mean, at least domestic side, like the, the domestic side, there's no, there was no sign of besides the, besides the weirdos online, oh, there yeah. was no sign with the general audience that hey, we're not going to go see this because of the actress. Like, it was crazy today, and I was so floored by it. So this number is great domestic-wise. Uh, the 90, was it 95? Yeah, 95. Really solid for Wednesday. And it's not like there is a lot of competition right now, too. You know, we just mm-hmm. got off of Fast X. We have Guardians 3 up in there. There's a lot of competition. So to see that it opened up this big is, like, really impressive. Yeah, I have to say, I went to the theater. I saw this on Thursday, and I didn't get to see it in like Dolby or anything because of the time. I just saw it in a regular. Oh, the IMAX. I will say the this is probably one of the best looking IMAX movies that I've seen in a while. I can't tell you what the last one is, but it has to be. It has to be like this. And yeah, no. Thankfully, I did the screening I went to with Sean and Leo was an IMAX. So thankfully, I saw it in IMAX the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thursday saw it in a regular theater, but then Saturday. Uh, I went with my grandma to go see about my father, uh, and law <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one in there. Boy. She, she wanted to see it a lot, uh, <laughs> so we went and saw it. She also loved the Little Mermaid, so yeah. there was that. But when I we passed by, because apparently as we were coming in for our showing, the Dolby uh, Little Mermaid was letting out. It was coming out, okay flooded out the door and like you it was a lot of adults in like costumey type of outfits and like of course a bunch of little girls in their little outfits and stuff so yeah i was like wow it it must have done really well in that uh adobe today on saturday so i'm really happy to as we kind of predicted or at least i've been making the analogy i i did think it would play similar to Aladdin. I don't know why, just the way the way it was, even after seeing the film, I personally view it pretty similarly to Aladdin. Like I think they have a lot of the same strengths. Yeah, I would understand I would say that too. Yeah. I think they're pretty similar overall. And Mm -hmm. here we are. Their openings are pretty much on par. Aladdin opened at ninety one. This opened at ninety five. And do you like like Aladdin had, we're good. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I was gonna say that. Do you have that worldwide for Aladdin? The opening? Oh, the opening, were, so I do know Aladdin opened 
bigger worldwide. Yeah, uh, that's my only thing that I would. Yeah, okay. The only thing, obviously, it played well to the Middle Eastern market. Aladdin did, so they really yeah. accepted it. And India, which has a huge market but not a huge Hollywood market, um, uh-huh. so that's just interesting. But yeah, and well, China doesn't have as big of a problem with Middle Eastern people as they do with um, African and Black people, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't know. I know the movie's expensive. Um, yeah, yeah, it looked expensive. But I think it cost, I was hearing somewhere in the 250 range, which is not like unheard of for a Disney film, particularly these. Pretty sure that's like what Beauty and the Beast cost something around there and Lion King. Mm-hmm. So look, they know. Every single one of these Disney Renaissance films that they've sent to theaters has killed it. Lion King mm-hmm. killed it. Aladdin killed it. Beauty and the Beast yeah. killed it. I don't know if Mulan would have. Um, obviously, we'll never know because they sent that straight to Disney Plus. Uh, I think it would have pandemic. Did, I think it would have done something around this number. I would say. yeah, maybe a little less because the music. Yeah. That's the thing is when yeah. you watch those trailers what's the selling point they were playing part of your it world it was just action movies it was just yeah you know? it was an action movie mulan i think that was a terrible mistake that's why it, it's sad too cuz mulan is one of my favorite you know disney princesses and it's sad that the the live action version they went the route of like a martial arts straight action flick where it could have been way more than that you know yeah I think the the main act the main actress barely spoke in that movie, you know, and I know that's like the gimmick for like, you know, but like that's not who Mulan who Mulan, who Mulan is. So yeah, leave that for Ariel. No, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, that's yeah, Ariel's so. gig, not speaking, but right. So, <laughs> but yeah, so for the Little Mermaid, let me see where it ended up. I know it got an A cinema score, but once again, yeah. I, for whatever reason. These audiences, they love them a Disney live action remake, y'all. My audience was clapping. The Lion my King audience... got a freaking A. Beauty oh my god! Got my, an a. my audience ate this movie up, and I was like, "Golly, <laughs> they what? ate the I movie up." I do have up. to say, I don't know if um, Rotten Tomatoes is doing a better job at cracking down, but the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is still ninety five percent. And I yeah. heard that it was getting review bombed. Maybe it was just on Metacritic. It was. But... Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, I heard it was getting review bombed, but audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is still up at 95. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I think audiences really enjoyed it. Here's yeah. the problem. Next week, it already faces hard competition Ooh, with another family um, film. And that tracking for Spider-Verse is going up and up and up. And I, I think with women, like, you know, as far as you know, the 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 female parents and taking their daughters—that's what I saw a lot of today. I saw a lot of mothers and daughters. Mm-hmm. Rarely any like any like men with their daughter. It was more like mothers and daughters. So I think it'll still have a, a still be okay regarding that. But the dudes, yeah, for sure. Like the men are gonna take their sons and the Spider Man, whatever. And yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be. Boys versus girls this weekend, I guess, because... And it's, yeah, that just sucks when you have a family film come out literally the week after your family yeah. film. No, this, uh, <laughs> this, this, this stretch, this long stretch is way too busy. Uh, I would have loved to see Little Mermaid have one more week to itself, at least, and then have Spider-Verse come out the following weekend, yeah, because what is next weekend? Like, not this weekend, but what's the weekend after this? Is um, it anything? No, it's the. Is it the Flash? Transformers. Transformers. Is it Flash? Transformers it might be Flash. and then the Flash. 
And that's just too much. That's way too busy. Transformers, so, which also, I mean, it's not a family film, but it plays to family yeah. audiences. So yeah. you have that too. I mean, it's just family, a family, family, and then the Flash yeah. deviates a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's a rough stretch. That tracking the 23rd for after and the 30th. About it, what'd you uh, think, Dwayne, when you saw those new numbers of the Flash going down? The tracking's know, dipping man. again. It's dip, it's dip. I don't know. They still have it at eighty five to one thirty though, like on Box Office Pro. But Variety is like nah, you Ooh. know. So I don't know, dude. I think we're just gonna have to wait. But all I do know is that the uh, what I do know is that you know the tickets are not selling like I think they thought they was going to sell yeah. right now. So. Even when I go in and look, oh god! Even sorry, I opened up the AMC app and it was you know you know when it gets brighter for your tickets. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh shit! Okay, let me let me collect myself here. Okay, anyway, oh. so <laughs> uh, let's go to the flash here because even when I open it up right now, it's not crazy. It's like it's like it's I don't know like what's an MCU movie that's like. When it comes out and it's like okay, you know, it's a, the you know, middle of the road kind of, you know, theater being full. I would yeah. say, what was the last MCU movie that had like Shang Chi or Eternals? Yeah, you know, yeah, where yeah. it's like it's it's full. Widow, that whole run. Yeah, it's full, but it's not like like No Way Home or Multiverse of Madness or you know, it's like that. Or even Guardian Guardians was the same thing. So right now, uh, if I go into the IMAX, yeah, Flash is like, it's middle of the road right now, you know? So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. But but yeah, so I'm happy. Um, something someone pointed out as well, though, because it's going to be tough now because um, we just compared it to Aladdin. And Aladdin did cross a billion, though not by like a big margin. It kind of just made its way up there after never dying at the box office. Um, that international number has me thinking it's going to be tough for The Little Mermaid to get to that one billion mark for this. But I think it's still going to be profitable. And someone really mentioned the magic of this for Disney. And this is where... You know, even in a year like this, where Disney's okay at the box office, but not great, what they do better than every other studio is merchandising. Disney will make that money up. And I know that those little Halle Bay, and they've made so much merch of Halle as the Little Mermaid. Like, And I think something that's going to help this one is that she's so different from her other counterpart because if you have a bell doll you mm. don't you don't feel the need to get that new that's true emma that's watson. a good point i didn't think about that yeah you know you don't you're like okay then emma watson one basically looks just like my old bell doll or you know any right, of these other ones right. this one they've been able to create pretty much an entirely new line so little mm. girls and kids who loved the og ariel and already have you know the little white girl with the fire engine red hair but mm-hmm. also went and loved this new Ariel. They're gonna mm-hmm. want this doll too. So they're gonna want both dolls. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna uh, want you know, all I the was, mermaids. <laughs> you know, I was honestly surprised that AMC didn't have like a under the sea looking bucket for the movie too, like a playful like light up bucket or anything. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, I didn't see anything. I saw they that stupid ass car. <laughs> 
Oh, I feel bad because I didn't buy the Little Mermaid bucket, but they did have one. So they well, they have, do like, have a bucket. Cute, okay, and, and it does light up. I actually didn't know it lit up. Oh, there is one. Okay, because I was yeah, looking. So there was, is yeah. one, and it's about twenty five. Halle Bailey actually, when she did her little Little Mermaid theater visit, uh, was mm-hmm. holding it as she walked through. Like, the yeah, I think that's smart. The like, have like a light, something that lights up that all the kids are gonna yeah. want and stuff. You that's know, kind of I, a, you know what? Who's really missing the mark on stuff like that? Ooh. Surprisingly, is Mario. When you look at their Mario, bucket, yeah. I got the bucket. The bucket is okay, but mm-hmm. it's just the box. It's just the box that you you know you hit to get your yeah, power. Yeah. But it doesn't light up. It's not like interactive. And then that steel book. Talk about one of the most disappointing steel books. It's literally black with a mushroom on the front. Really stupid. That, that could have been a whole big yellow. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, come um, on! You have this big, colorful, fun movie, and you do this for the yeah. for the steelbook. I don't know. So, I think Mario's dropped the ball a little bit on those fronts. But mm-hmm. no, I'm excited. I also love seeing Hallie out here. She's been really active you know, on social media this weekend. She's been liking and commenting and replying to all these families and little girls, specifically mm-hmm. black families with little black girls uh, who are excited mm-hmm. and she's been replying to them and talking to them online and i just think that's did so you fun. see her during that like premiere where they had like a bunch of like black little girls come oh, up yeah. to her I mean, you know that is like one thing because i wasn't able to do the review uh the review is up on our channel if you want to go listen to it it's actually doing really well uh larry hosted it it was uh you manda and tyler so go listen to that but i couldn't be on that because i haven't seen i saw the movie today for the first time and uh, I got to say, like, I thought, I asked, I remember I went into the group chat, I was like, Hannah, like, what, is this it? Like, this is all she's done? As far as Halle Bailey, I think she has a bright future ahead of her as an actress. I really thought she was, you know, we see that crossover, we see the crossover all the time from, like, music into, like, you know, movies. Well, actually, we saw it a lot back in the day, like maybe like, you know, a couple of years ago. But lately, it's just been there's been a whole new look on like musicians going into going into um into acting, like with Lady Gaga, with, uh, you know, A Star is Born, you know, Childish Gambino was on in all of his roles and stuff like that. But uh, I thought Halle, I thought Halle Bailey was really good as like a disney princess like she just was so like she was so like her performance was so lighthearted and and wondrous like i thought she was really really good so i just thought i just think that and she's one of those she it's it's a thing where as just just the way she's acting and the way she's like portraying herself off screen like I think it's just gonna get a lot of kids to really look at her as a role model mm-hmm. going forward. I, I really oh, think yeah. she has she has like a lot going for her when it comes to like if she wants to keep doing this, you know, and acting wise. I, I thought she was great, and I was surprised. I was like so shocked because you know a, a lot of the Disney performances, like the princesses, I mean, yeah, everybody's good. You know, everybody's they good. Have, like, you know, they do sound more like Emma Watson. It's kind of known as the feminist smart girl so they cast yeah. her as Belle, who's the feminist smart girl so mm-hmm. she, you know she was kind of just emma watson 
Yeah, like everybody's good. You know, it's fine. Uh, uh-huh. You know, Naomi Scott, we love her. She brought the vocals to Aladdin for sure. She's good. Uh-huh. But yeah, you know, they're kind of. Even Mena Massoud. Like Mena Massoud. I mean, you know, she's all right. Everybody's like, this was like the first time in like a Disney live action in a, like in a while where I was like, she's really good. Like, she's good. She has an act for this. And I went, once she started singing, and I'm not, I didn't say singing, once she started singing, I said, man, listen, I like, and I, I listened, I watched this on IMAX, and them speakers were booming, like, like it was, it was great. I just, I was blown away by the voice, and I was honestly blown away by her performance because I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. I thought, and Ariel's a tough one because you have to do so much with just your face. Yeah, even the moments where she can't speak, I was like, oh, well, this is where it's gonna get a little campy. But no, she was good. I thought she was good. I think this is probably. You know, probably since Taylor Russell in Waves, probably one of my favorite breakout performances. Not as much as like, you know, uh, What's His Face, which I'm bummed that he's not been in. He's also in Waves too, but he hasn't been in a lot of stuff. He's doing all these damn art. What is he doing now? All these damn, these damn French movies, whatever they are. They are. But like, um, was it Calvin Harrison Hell, Jr.? Yeah. He's oh, in that Chevalier. Like, yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> no. We do- so ever since I saw it, like one of my favorite breakup performances ever is him and Loose. Uh, but like Taylor Russell and Waves. Uh, and now I would I would chalk this up as one of them, like as far as a breakout performance, you, you know, in a Disney live action, all of this pressure on your shoulders. I thought it was really good. I thought her performance was really good. And that's the other reason. I think you're bringing up something really good as well, is that none of the other ones have really captured that magic in the live action. That magic. That was the word I was looking for. Her. She has. And I think that's another reason her merchandising is going to do as well as I've already seen it start to do with the dolls and all the toys, is because she captured that magic. She feels like an actual new Disney princess, as you see it. Like nobody else has been able to do in any of these live actions, really. Even like the good ones, like Lily James is wonderful as Cinderella, but Mm -hmm. it still didn't. I don't know. This one is just so different when it comes to her portrayal of Ariel. And honestly, you know, we talked a little bit about those review bombings. People talk all the time about how we should just be colorblind this, colorblind that, colorblind casting, colorblind hiring, just hire Mm -hmm. the right person for the job, no matter what race they are. And so be it. If you all these are the same people who are review bombing because we know that's not really what they want that's not what they really mean because to them Mm -hmm. white is always going to be the best but if you watch the little mermaid this is the best example i could probably ever think of of just amazing colorblind casting i if you watch this film yeah how can you think anyone out there could have done this job like it's it's like impossible. They they went through what did they say like a thousand people. She was one of the first people who auditioned, but they couldn't get her out of their head. And I fully believe it. Like I believe it. And that was one of those things when you hear about that from directors and yada yada yada. As you hear about that, then the performance you watch it and you're like, mm, okay. But <laughs> when she started that first song, I said, okay, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. A hundred percent. Who who did better? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> the nobody vocals. Dana was like, is this a real voice? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it is. And it's a real voice. And she was saying, and I was like, yeah, man. 
Oh, and I gotta go give ahead. kudos too to the actress who plays Vanessa, the like uh, Ursula human woman. Oh, that was uh, she was good too. Vanessa. She was really People good. People have been like commenting on her social medias, and they've they've been like blowing her. Oh, up. she's the one who were like yeah. who was like rejecting. Yes, yeah, so they've been commenting like, like you should have been Ariel, and she blocks them. So every time somebody <laughs> says that on her social media, she immediately just blocks them and gets rid of them. And I'm like, yes, see that's the kind of person we need out here. Yes, Don't exactly. play into the bull ish don't play into the mess just block you know what i'm glad about too she didn't do no oh yeah you know that would have been great but you know no. this is ha-. no she said i right, no Boop. she said block <laughs> bye she said Boop. oh man that's it so I, I was wondering I, I was like who's the girl that everyone was like yeah but it was her okay i was wondering who yeah. it was but it was her <laughs> It's like, y'all know that it's still Halle Bailey singing, right? Like, that wasn't her voice. She was lip syncing to Halle's voice, y'all. Like, no, like, stop it. But (laughs) definitely wasn't no Melissa McCarthy saying it like that. Lord Mm -hmm. have mercy. Or Jonah Jonah was great. He was a great actor and he had wonderful chemistry with Halle, but. Y'all are playing yourselves a little bit, talking about he's good at singing. I'm sorry. Oh, no. That song was treacherous. I couldn't do it. It was <laughs> treacherous. It was I, a little bit shouting. He was hollering, <laughs> trying to get to them notes. But, uh, you know, he was good otherwise. He was good. Otherwise. He was good otherwise. I, I liked him. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was enlightening. <laughs> but, you know, but no. Uh, the movie just, just Hallie was, I mean, to she carry, held yeah, the movie up to a, to a standard. The movie was, yeah. When she stops, when she lost her voice, I was like, ah, oh, man, let's get her voice back. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but the way she was acting with that, too, was great. So, yeah, it's the second week in a row. We went on a long tangent about yeah. something. You know, <laughs> what happens when Dwayne can't be on the review. He had to, he had to talk yeah, about, I gotta get about little, the movie. <laughs> yeah, I got to get my little reviews out. So, all right, let's go to number two. Uh, what do we got? So coming in at number two, falling out of that number one spot, we had Fast X, which made $23 million for the traditional three-day weekend and $28.6 million for the four-day weekend. The $23 million figure sees a 65.7% drop in its second weekend, which admittedly is not quite as bad as F9, but is the second worst for the Fast and Furious franchise. But the film is up to 113.5 million domestic and 512.8 million worldwide. Yeah, the worldwide number is absolutely ludicrous. Like, no pun intended. <laughs> the worldwide number is crazy. So all the little spinoffs that he's talking about, I mean, it might be on they might be on the way. But I will say we we kind of called this drop last week. Yeah. I mean yeah, I'm not surprised. Sixty-seven percent. I'm not surprised. I said it's gonna be at least. Well, we both did. We were like at least sixty, fifty, fifty to sixty percent, and uh, yeah, it went well over sixty. So I'm not surprised at all. Everyone who like who's like a big, big, big fan of these movies, they saw it last week, mm-hmm. and then you probably had some of those people just coming back for another repeat. Or a few people who was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. I'm fine. Look, I got to uh, say this. Know. Saturday when we were walking into the movie theater, this girl and her you know, boyfriend, husband, whatever he was, some man, she came out holding the car, Dwayne. She had, they both had their little Fast and Furious cups and yeah, was holding car the car. It's making me mad. Put the damn little mermaid in the, like, because they. No, I they, got a car. My, what can I, my, I got, well, I got to say it. <laughs> my, my, my AMC, what they do now is that they put the stuff like on the damn counter. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I want to see like some little, little mermaid. 
<laughs> I don't want that damn. No. Oh, snap. Wait, hold off. Dwayne's little favorite theater chain. So did you get ever get any of the Scream merch from Cinemark? The Scream? No, not yet. No. So you know how they had them really cute little cups? That look like people. Oh, the cups! I got, I got that. Well, that was from AMC. The cups I got from AMC. Oh, I got this little cup that is like shaped like a little human kind of, but it's screwed Mm -hmm. ghost face. They have little Spider Man ones. Oh, I might have to pop over to Cinemark because I saw this. Can you send me a picture? Oh, yeah, I'll find it and send you a picture because it was cute. Because I'll go over there. I got one like 15 minutes away. MC, don't play with me. Y'all better have some good (laughs) merch this weekend for Spider Verse. You hear me, AMC? Don't play. I'll I'll pull up. Like, I got got a cinema close by now. Maybe I'll be on Dwayne's team. Put the damn car to the back and pull out the damn Miles Morales. Put that damn car to the side and put some Little Mermaid on his damn counter. I couldn't stand it when I saw that car today. <laughs> said, put some damn little mermaid on his counter. But yeah, Fast and Furious. The only thing is that this thing costs so damn much to make. That's its only problem right now because yeah, obviously yeah. it's killing it worldwide yet again. It's over five hundred million in two weeks. A great number. Uh, it, it just if it was a little bit cheaper, maybe we could be okay. But no, they got to lower this budget down for like the next ones. I know they want to just do. And yeah, for what, gotta, looking like, at this movie, the visual effects, like, there was a lot of bad green screen work in this one. Fast oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, that green yeah. screen don't look all that great. Um, go back it to It gave more me practical. some of it. Some of it gave me a little bit of MCU vibes, too, the way it was looking. Like, that whole thing with the dam. I was like, what are we doing, bro? Yeah, no. Like, go back to more practical and lower the budget again. Because it's it's too expensive. And don't nobody want a Toretto spinoff. Vin Diesel. No, we don't want that. We also you're already the main character of the damn movies. What the hell? I I don't think we need any more spinoffs. I think they tried it. They're talking about the women's, but Michelle Rodriguez ain't gonna be in it. And blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Like did did I? Brock came back, so let's just stick with the last two movies or whatever it is, and let's call this a day. (laughs) All right, number three. What do we got? This movie's trucking along too. Oh, low key number three, almost. Past number two. So that's the big problem for Fast X. Coming into number three, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which made $20.3 million for the regular three-day weekend, and then $26.1 million for the four-day weekend. That's a drop of only 37% in its fourth weekend Mm -hmm. of release. That brings Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 up to $305.5 million domestic and $724.3 million worldwide. The MCU has not witnessed drops like this in a long time, and the guy responsible is leaving. <laughs> That's like my only takeaway from this Guardians number, that the guy is gone. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, the guy is... Because you know, if James Gunn was just like not doing anything at the moment and he was just chilling at home, James, listen, we need you to do like Blade. We need you to do like we need you to do Thunderbolts. We need you to be the guy. Okay. Like Flaggy gonna hang it up soon. We need you to be the guy. But they can't. He's gone. He's out of here. And the movie that he left y'all with is making some of the best box office that y'all had in, would you say years? Or would you say like months? What are we saying here? Yeah. A while? From pure numbers, obviously, 
it's about I think it's going to end up about the same as Wakanda Forever just on a pure yeah. worldwide number but again Wakanda Forever was a lot more front loaded it opened huge and fell off bigger whereas this is just trucking I mean and it's a testament because it is a long heavy film and people still mm-hmm. are going back for repeat viewing repeat viewing repeat viewing that's yeah. like the old school MCU formula is back in play here yeah. and boop, they're out the door <laughs> And the guy's gone. That, 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 that is just like my biggest takeaway from this is that the guy is out of here. And it's like yeah. Wakanda forever. I love Wakanda forever. And I think it would have been successful at like Black Panther 1 was. But one thing that really, you know, brought people to it was like, what are they going to do about Chadwick? How are they going to handle the situation? It's been like four years since the last movie. What are they going to do? Uh, this like going into it what do you have going into guardians 3 as far as like a hook you know like quantum mania okay this is the big bad they're bringing in the big bad for this what is the hook for guardians of the galaxy volume 3 besides maybe oh it's the last time you're gonna see them all together but i mean i think with no with, with pretty much no hook the fact that it, it's doing so well just you know, it's the fact that this movie is really good, and it's and it's like one of the better MCU movies where none of that bullshit that they've been doing the last couple of movies are in here. You know, there's no TV characters in this movie from like Disney Plus. There's no Val and force and force you know force feeding of like here's our next movie. There's none of that. It's just a movie, and I think that's all a good thing. But again, the guy who just made is like is on the other. It was with the other guys now. I just think it's really interesting. So uh, now, did they? I know. I feel like they've been pushing that Marvel's trailer in front of Little Mermaid, though. I saw it today, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh oh. What's they trying to thinks, get little Hannah, girls hyped? Hannah thinks this thing's about to do it on the Billy. I don't know, bro. Well, I mean, we already <laughs> talked about it. I don't know the next time Marvel's going to see a billion. Ooh. Um. So I don't. I don't. <laughs> I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be the Marvels, unfortunately. No, yeah. I don't think it's going to be. And that's going to open up a floodgate. But and I you know, know Hannah's like. Oh, luckily Hannah doesn't listen. Hannah doesn't listen to podcasts. So luckily, <laughs> you know, she she won't know that we're talking on this. But I don't think she realized one of the big reasons why that did so well was because it was before Endgame, and they ended Infinity War with her logo. Bro, of course, of course, people are going to be in that bad boy. But what's the hook this time around? Because I'm just wondering. Yeah, because I'm really just wondering next time. uh, Is No Way Home? And then what? When's the next one that's going to be able to even hit one billion? You know what's crazy? Back in 21, 2021, I was like, we were both. We're like, dude, nothing's going to hit a billion for a while. And then No Way Home did it. We were like, all right, yeah, we're idiots. The box office is... You know, it's multiverse, of course. Then multiverse of madness. I don't think it hit, right? That didn't hit. Just under. It was like nine fifty. Yeah, so multiverse of madness was multiverse centric. It had multiverse in the title, and it didn't hit. Uh, Love and thunder. I mean, nobody was expecting that to hit it. And then Wakanda forever. I thought it was gonna have a chance, but Wakanda forever did around like eight hundred. I think Uh, it got up to almost nine. I think. Okay. Okay. Quantumania is Quantumania is one of like the worst bugs. Like, let's move on from that. So yeah, I I don't know, dude. (laughs) I think maybe like maybe King Dynasty, maybe Deadpool, maybe Deadpool. I think if they market Deadpool right, 
What you think of that news? Let's segue real quick since you just brought it up. Halle Berry been roaming around with short white hair. And then today I see a story leak that uh, reportedly Halle, Famke Jansen, and um, for Deadpool? James Marsden are going to reprise their roles for Deadpool 3. That would be hilariously great. That really would be. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know, like, listen, late, lately, these past couple of years, what's his, what's his, what, what has been selling for them? The fucking uh, multi, multiverse, multi-universe shit. You know what I mean? With nostalgia. With nostalgia. Like, you know, you know, Patrick Stewart and Multiverse of Madness, yada, yada, yada. You remember how many, how many, you, you, you remember how many, how, how many people wanted Magneto and Multiverse of Madness? You know what I mean? So that's smart on their part. So I think Deadpool has like a, would have a really good shot if they market it well. And, yeah, Wolverine and Deadpool and the return of Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when you put Ryan Reynolds in these type of roles, what were we talking about? Free Guy did really well at the box office. Yep. And it's kind yep. of a Deadpool, fun, ridiculous. That's what Ryan Reynolds does, and that's what he sells well. And yep. so, you know, yeah, I think you're right. That might have a shot. Other than that, I don't know. Other boats Raimi. get the hell out of here. Nope. Ain't no chance. Is Sam Raimi coming back on board, Dwayne, or what? I don't know. Man, that's the new MC. top. That's the new MCU, top, all over the place. This I know. Well, they got to figure out what they're doing with this casting. I mean, there's a lot to <laughs> Woo, yeah. the MCU in shambles. Yeah, and I know WB is hollering. They're finally excited to watch the MCU. Don't know what the hell they're doing over there right now. but <laughs> Yeah, but then, and then Warner Brothers is going to be looking goofy, too, because, like, <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Why is Flash opening under $80 million? Look, if Flash don't beat yeah. Quantumania, y'all... It's gonna be a wrap, man. It's gonna be a wrap. That's it. The the DCEU is is that's it. It's if that mess opens closer to Black Adam than Guardians three, woo woo. The DCEU is rough. Yo, or can DCU you imagine or whatever? The Flash, Multiverse, Michael Keaton's back, Supergirl, Ben Affleck's back. Uh, I don't know what else we're doing. We're going back to Made of Steel. Seventy-five million. Oh yeah, Zod's back. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's let's speed through this number four and five because we oh. we are like the game's about to start. Let's go through Ooh. it, Larry. Like right. number four. <laughs> All right. Number well, four. talking about we small drops continuing, we have the Super Mario Brothers movie, which made another six point three million for the three day weekend, and an additional eight point three six million for the four day weekend. That three day number is a drop of only thirty four percent at the box office, and the Super Mario Brothers movie is now up to five hundred and sixty point nine million domestic and. 1.27 billion worldwide. So Mario is doing great. I mean, <laughs> I know. It's like, what are we going to say? What else do we, Mario? This, is what, this is what we kept doing with Lion King and Aladdin. I mean, what do you want me to say, man? It's doing great. <laughs> I do think it was this weekend, right? Or is it on yeah. the verge? Uh, oh, so it's just short right now, but it's about to pass Frozen. For that number Crazy. two spot on the They didn't announce movie. anything yet. You remember how quick like Paramount was with like Sonic 
all them damn yeah. spinoffs and shit after the first one. I mean, like, I'm surprised that Illumination and they're not like going crazy with like announcing stuff. I mean, they have to do something. They did like Secret Life of Pets too. They've done a million minions and stuff. Like they got to yeah. do another one for this. Come on now, they're not no, afraid no, of sequels. No, I need, I need, I need like a Donkey Kong spinoff. <laughs> like I need, you know, of course, Super Mario Brothers two. I need Smash Bros I mean, at some point. Okay, it's been what? Oh, two months. I'm gonna spoil the end credit. They literally Ooh. tease Yoshi. Oh, oh, hello, where's our damn sequel talk? I That's need what I'm Yoshi. Saying. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I feel like they missed the mark. We're in week eight. With damn movies, <laughs> right? So. It's it's on digital. We're in week yeah. eight. I want my Yoshi, not just a cute little random Yoshi running around like they did in this movie. No, no, no. We want the real thing. Um, oh, we got really? more characters to introduce. Let's go. So then. Uh, Let's go to this number five real quick. Look at this. I don't know okay, so we have about this movie. It's starring uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah. So we have The Machine, which debuted to five million this weekend over the three day, and then for the four day weekend, it hit six million. Did this open on Wednesday? Why does it have extra money? Um, Probably. Anyway, it opened. Yeah, and it hasn't opened worldwide yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it does star um, God why am I blanking Mark, Mark Hamill I'm like I'm yeah. blanking on his damn name it's like I a comedy-ish I, movie it has that yeah, it's the, guy. The, the trailer's is not doing it for me but but I think this is really solid you know I was expecting like a million two million but this is solid I would say look at all these little movies back to back all these little openings yeah Kandahar Num- number six we have About My Father which I saw uh, which opened to 4.3 three day and then yep. opened to 5.3 four day Gerard Butler came back with another action movie uh, opened to <laughs> nothing opened to 2.4 million oh three day and three look million look at the drop for Hypnotic Lord. Holy smokes. <laughs> oh, wow. When have we seen 90, that? I've never seen that in my life. A 94.9% drop. They dropped it from 1,600 theaters to 69. Oh, my God. They gutted that thing. 95% drop. Have we ever seen that? What number? did you say the budget was? You said it last week. It was 65 like 65 million? million? Larry, this thing is ended, it's ending up as box office for at $4 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And Affleck, bitch, you better be thinking J Lo and them checks because, woof. Um, oh my God. I, I don't know why that just does just flabbergasted me. I am floored. 94% drop. Mm-hmm. Golly. You, I want to see you hurt my feelings from A24. Actually I actually do too. Uh, I heard it got really good reviews from Sundance. It only opened in 900 theaters and made 1.3. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Evil yeah. Dead Rise, still above a mill. Still above a mill. So we okay there. Yeah, oh, we'll keep shit. it. We'll keep Ooh, it. Margaret took a big hit. It did. I don't want to talk about it though. Oh. I don't want to talk. Well, they, they 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 keep slashing these theaters like twelve hundred for what? Really book club. They got rid of two thousand theaters for book club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, Damn. that also dropped seventy one percent. 
They said book club. I mean, damn, they opened book club pretty wide. It's still yeah, in they did. 1,500 theaters, and they slashed 2,000. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Listen, Dwayne, be nice to the elderly. What's wrong with you? Look, oh, Dwayne, look down. Look at number 22. Hold up. Don't, don't start a <laughs> chevalier. Get oh, out of here, man. Oh. I need him with, like, I need him with some other stuff. Why are you doing all this damn period pieces and whatnot? I need him. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Look, there's some big, good movies coming out that look that didn't get a steel book, that we all wanted a steel book, and they didn't give us one. I liked Sisu. I thought it was a fun time. But look at the Sisu down at number 23. That just got a steel book art released this week. I'm like, what? How did Sisu yeah. get a steel book? <laughs> it's a steel what? book. I still want to see it though. I'm but, sure. uh, it's it's good. I've had fun yeah. with Sisu, but I yeah. just am shocked. Maybe Chevalier. I still want to see that. I, I still want to see Polite Societies. A lot of stuff yes. I still want to check out. But uh, it's listen, society. oh shit. So to cap off the show, oh, let's yeah. go into our predictions for next week for Spider Verse. I mean, I'm gonna go on the high end, Larry. I think it's gonna do great. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I am going to put a lot of faith in Spider-Verse and people wanting some <laughs> fresh new Spider-Verse. We've been hungry since 2018, and it's finally here. I'm going to go. So the tracking is at, tracking is great so far right now for Spider-Verse. I think right now it they have it at... 95 to 130, and it's an 11% increase from last week, which is great. We think it's going to... Wow, you think it might catch Mermaid and be bigger than Mermaid's 95? Listen, listen, if if Spider-Verse can do like 125, the MCU is cooked. Dwayne, is that what you're guessing? If it does, I'm saying if it does, the MCU is cooked. DC... Sony, Sony is about to have the biggest. <laughs> Sony, that ain't if right because Sony... Sony will be stunting on them because they'll be like, "You remember they what the would. last big hit you had, Marvel? It was if our movie. Sony, it was us then too." If if a Sony Spider-Man movie animated without Tom Holland or all that stuff, if that opens more than Shaz- well, it's gonna open more than Shazam. Oh, Sorry, yeah. but that opens more than Quantumania. The Flash and Guardians Three. Sheesh. Oh, wait a <laughs> why, was, why did Tom Holland have to get brought into it? <laughs> I'm gonna go with listen, Oscar Isaac. There you go. He's your boy. He's yeah. in this. Oh, you're okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Listen, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go one of my biggest. I'm gonna go big. I'm gonna go oh. one twenty. Uh, oh damn. I'm gonna go big. Oh, yep, shit. go big and go home. Dwayne, why are you always trying to make me look crazy? <laughs> I would go one twenty. I'm like, go how ahead, far man. up above what I originally thought can we go? We um, thought actually, we thought eighty like to eighty five. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was at eighty, but if tracking our, is ninety five at the low end. Yeah, our prediction show at the beginning of the year, we said 80 to 85, and we said that's because of all this. But look, at if this opens over 100, I mean, I feel like it's going to go over 100. But if it could do like 115, 120, I'm going to be really happy. Let me catch you in Boston. (laughs) Let me just catch you one time. Um, I'm going to go 105. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Look, no, you can't gas me up too much. Dwayne. I gotta go 105. I can't. Okay, okay, that's fair. I'll take it. I'll take it. 105. I'm gonna go 120. I don't think it's. I, I yeah. know I'm going really big. I know I'm going. I think 135 is crazy. If it does that, more yeah, than the Batman, I would be hyped. If it gets 120, that will be hype. Yeah, but... I would be going crazy. So come on, Spider Verse! Come on, Spider Verse! Let's get this. Let's get this. Watch bread. now. We talking all this shit. It's gonna open to like eighty five. I know. <laughs> we are gonna be all looking right. crazy. We'll have to be kind of sad, but still, still happy. Uh, that's what I need people to realize. The first Spider Verse. I know it got decent numbers, and we loved it. Obviously, you know, Academy Awards, all that. It only mm-hmm. opened to thirty five million, y'all. Like, yes, we, so we that's why it. you and I we we significantly went like really higher than the first one. Yeah, I was like, there's no way this movie's doing thirty million again. It's garnered such a big oh, fan base yeah. since twenty eighteen. I was like, at least eighties. If it goes over a hundred, I'm, I'm going to be so elated, so elated. Yeah, so um, really, I mean, even if it, you know, quote-unquote underperforms and we're to stay in our original, that's over double the first one. I mean, so yeah. really, the, the sky's the limit on this one because yeah. it's just grown and grown and grown. I'm hoping it passes at least, all I want is like 500 million worldwide because the first one only did 380 worldwide. Mm-hmm, so if we can just mm-hmm. fly past 500, I'll be hyped. Yeah. Like, yeah, so the first one was a, a hit. But it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like this overnight success. People had to kind of come on board. Like it was all the of word of mouth. Hyping like, it and hyping it and hyping it until people yeah. finally watched. <laughs> Through the years, it's the word of mouth. It's Sony. Sony too. It's not like Sony got got that movie. They said, okay, this is a fluke. We're, we're all set with Spider-Verse. They have been backing Spider-Verse. Every single Sony trailer has this into the spider no cross the spider verse at the end of it to promote it that big that big playstation 5 spider-man p spider-man 2 showcase that they did last week uh they had they had they were marketing across the spider verse at the end of the video you know they are backing the movie they they know what they have they know that it's you know the first one was a huge success they want to make this a big franchise, and I don't blame them because, like, you have all the tools to make it a big franchise. I think this is the one of the reasons why they haven't brought Miles live action is because they want to keep Miles as like a what's that word? They want to keep him as like oh, what's exclusive? The yeah, exclusive, but like a, also an attraction. They want to oh, keep. Yeah, yeah. They want to keep like this movie version of Miles as this is the only time you're going to see Miles on the big screen. So come see Miles, you know, if you want to see him again on a video game, whatever. But, you know, they have backed these this movie for five years and I, I cannot, you know, like they, they they've done a great job with handling all things Spider-Verse. They, they, they you know, they have announced a bunch of things for it. That I think I think part three is already already in the works and being made right Oscar now. Too right, like they've they never won the won. Oscar. This is, this is it. This is the only Sony Animations Oscar. Right, and it beat in that year. It beat Toy Story four. Like it beat a big Disney Pixar movie for the for the for uh, best animated uh, feature. So they know what they have, and if this movie can pull in, if this movie can go from like one from from. If this movie goes from $34 million to like 110 or five, that is insane. That would be insane. And that just goes to show how much 
how much of a massive fan base it's garnered in five years. You know, now, Sony, understand the movies of yours, the Spider Verse, Spider Universe movies of yours that do well mm-hmm. include Spider Man or his villain that looks like him, Venom. Like it. That's it. That's it. Like, I understand that they do monsters numbers, Venom and Spider-Man movies. Kill it for Sony. But every time y'all be trying to get these other little Spider-Man characters and there's no spider-looking guy around, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, (laughs) so I don't know what y'all thinking with this Craven and all this other mess that you're trying to green light and stuff. But, oh, keep it to the Spider-Man. Like, you gotta Mm -hmm. have the hero with the villain. (laughs) And you know what I'm really appreciative too that this move like you know for these movies they don't call it anything else. It's not like they call it across the spider like they call it Spider-Man still. And I love that because like yeah. that's that's the brand that Miles is Spider-Man. So all of you man Miles is not Spider-Man. He's actually his oh whatever dude. Miles is Spider-Man. These movies are called Spider-Man blank, you know? So they're not called Miles Morales blank. They're called Spider-Man. And I think they have done a great job with this IP, this this IP. I'm not talking about like Elmerto and fucking whatever. But <laughs> as far as this IP goes, the Spider Verse movies, they've done a great job. I can't say anything more as far as how great they've been doing with it. So we'll see you next week. We'll be back next week, everyone, to go through the box office for Spider Verse and see how well it did. See what our our predictions land at. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. Larry, let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me over at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube. Check out my live-action Disney remake ranking. See where the Little Mermaid ended up there. But you can also find me over on Instagram at Chili Boy Productions and YouTube at Chili Boy YT. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.